All right, welcome. I'm excited today to have Sarah Diaz with me. She is an Arizona realtor. She's an entrepreneur and she is a realtor coach on Instagram. I had the opportunity to meet her recently and learn more about what she's doing. I thought it would be great to have her on here so we could talk about that and let her share some of the knowledge she has. So Sarah, thank you for being with me and just tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yes. Thanks, Jeff. Such an honor to be um, a guest on your podcast. Um, As you mentioned, my name is Sarah Diaz. Um, I am a realtor here in Arizona and just recently um, dove into the coach role. Um, Believe it or not, I was a teacher and then I was an administrator for many years and then went into real estate and really felt the the desire and just, um, you know, my passion for teaching and coaching really came to surface as I um, turned into a realtor. So now um, I want to help other realtors grow their business, specifically utilizing Instagram to get leads um, and really speak to their ideal clients. So that's just a little bit about me. Awesome. Well, thank you. And you know what? One of the things that I loved when we talked the first time was that you also are into the personal development, into the mindset Mm -hmm. development and all of those sort of things. So I think we're going to be able to have a great conversation here. So let's start off. Um, You know, a lot of times what I like to share on here is the entrepreneurial journey, you know, how you got to where you are and what you're doing. So just share with our audience that process. How did you get into the real estate world? Well, I didn't just happened to stumble upon it. Um, My father flipped houses my whole life in San Diego um, before the real estate market crashed. Um, I moved out here in 2010 and he saw so much opportunity here in Arizona during that time. And he ended up you know, building and growing his business out here, flipping houses and investing out here. So I grew up with that my entire life. I've always had a passion for real estate and I always have had a passion and hunger for being an entrepreneur, I think from him, because that's essentially what he was doing. Um, flipping houses was, you know, being an entrepreneur himself. I didn't realize it that, you know, I didn't realize that that's where I really wanted to to be. I went to school, went to ASU to become a teacher. I went back to, and actually I went back to school, NAU, to get my master's degree in leadership to become an administrator. And I did all of those things. Um, but I, I felt unfulfilled. And once I had my son, I also felt the desire to want a more flexible schedule and work from home. So I merged the two um, with my leadership experience and my passion for real estate. I just went for it, um, became a real estate agent um, amidst COVID. So that was an interesting time to start. Nobody knew how real estate was going to look during the pandemic. We didn't know Arizona was going to be a hot spot for people moving here. And me being from San Diego... I actually got a lot of people moving here from San Diego. And so that was 
a streak of luck, but also <laughs> um, I was marketing myself a lot on social media. And so the people who I knew in San Diego wouldn't have known that I was a realtor unless they saw me on Instagram, on Facebook. And because of that, I got a lot of clientele through social media and um, really built my business that way. And, um, and it's kind of, you know, and again, I, I still had this desire to want to teach, to want to coach. And now that I'm, you know, dipping my feet into that aspect and helping realtors, I think I'm really starting to love what I do even more. Hey, some of you may know this, but in addition to my coaching, I've recently joined Geneva Financial Home Loans, a mortgage lender headquartered in Chandler, Arizona as a mortgage loan originator. I've always had a passion for serving others, and now I'm proud to also be a part of Home Loans Powered by Humans. If you're in the state of Arizona and looking to take the next step in your journey, contact me at 801-830-3858 to start the conversation. NMLS number 42056, BK number 0910215, equal opportunity lender. That is awesome. And, and you know, part of being an entrepreneur, luck is always a, a bonus because yeah, no one knew what was going to happen mm -hmm. in this market, but and it was great, but it's also positioning yourself, putting yourself in the right position, doing the right things. And so well done on that. And I, I guess before we get into some of the things of what you're teaching and the leadership part of it, because I get this asked a lot as mm -hmm. someone that works with mortgages, as a realtor, where do you see things going in this market right now? Well, things have shifted quite a bit these last <laughs> few weeks, haven't it? Um, yeah, I I think Arizona is still a major city for people to relocate to. I know before it was a bunch of snowbirds and just recently it's been younger folks, you know, um, because we're we have so much land businesses are coming here and now you have young professionals moving here who are able to work from home so they can buy still with house prices increasing you know somebody from california or new york or oregon or seattle they still see home prices here being extremely affordable compared to what they get over there so I don't see buyer demand slowing down, even with home prices increasing and interest rates rising. Um, it's going to take a lot for people to stop moving here. Um, with interest rates rising, it, you know, it may it, it may not be the best of time for a first-time home buyer who's from here. Um, you know, they may need to save up a little bit more. They may need to, you know. Um, you know, wait a little bit longer, but for buyers who are out of state coming here, I don't see that slowing down, you know, anytime soon. Right. And, you know, the, the nice thing is, yeah, interest rates are rising. We're going to see more of that throughout the year, but historically we're still low. Yeah. It's just, we were so low for so long that mm -hmm people got used to that but historically things are still in great position and so there's mm -hmm. still a lot of opportunity so that's great yeah so i guess you know i actually i was actually watching a interview i did in the beginning of 2020 and we were talking about in that interview 
some of the things we thought were going to happen over the next couple of years. And now looking back over the pandemic um, in hindsight, it's interesting to see how all that played out. What are some, as from the, your entrepreneurial side, what are some of the biggest lessons you learned in the last couple of years? Well, I learned resilience <laughs> um, as a real estate agent helping buyers mainly during the last two years during the pandemic, um, you really need to have resiliency with this market. Um, I love working with first time home buyers. That is really my niche, my passion, um, because I get to educate first time home buyers. So it kind of, you know, it just makes sense that that's what I love to do and who I love to help. And it's been really tough, you know, being a first time home buyer in this market. And you really just have to, to work with them and coach them through the process that your first offer, your second offer, your third offer, maybe even like your 10th offer <laughs> might not get accepted. Um, but eventually it will, you know, the right house will work out. And um, as their agent, you know, I want to do everything that I can do on my end. If it's not offering more money, well, what can we do to get their offer accepted, you know, over an investor, over a cash buyer, over somebody who's selling their home and has a huge down payment to put towards this new house. So you have to get creative, um, which I've done and I've had you know, huge success in getting first time home buyers into houses and beating out offers that are better, quite frankly. Um, and it just, you know, it's the agent, um, but it's offer also getting just creative with the offer to get to get it accepted. So that's the first lesson that I've learned. Um, and the second lesson I've learned is it's not easy. Um, you know, this industry is is really tough. And I think a lot of people got their license these last two years because they thought it would be easy because so many people were moving here because interest rates were so low. They thought, oh, I'm going to get my license and thought that they would just be making you know a lot of money really quickly. Right. And that's not the case. You have to work your butt off even in such a hot market to be successful and that's why I go over, you know, in my, um, with the realtors that I coach is a, anybody can be a realtor, but why is somebody going to choose you to work with over the thousands of other realtors in the market right now? And a huge reason that somebody would work with you is your presence on social media, your social credibility, because the first thing that they do is they're going to look you up. They're going to go on Instagram. They're going to go on Facebook. They're going to go on Google and they're going to look who is Sarah Diaz, who is Jeff Hedgie. And if you don't have a presence on Google, on Google, Instagram, Facebook, they're probably going to pass you by, you know, pass you over. So that's a that's a that's a great one that I learned is it's not easy. <laughs> right. No, absolutely. And I, I think you're right. I think a lot of people look at, well, look what the market's doing. You know, these realtors are doing so well. Yeah, there's also the ones that are struggling. You've still got to do the right things. You still got to do the work. You still got to create the relationships. And yeah, I think that's where you've been incredibly diligent in doing those things and where you found your success. So congratulations on that. Um, 
So let's talk about that because that's one of the things you've done to find your success is you've known. And if it comes from your background in leadership or whatever it is, you've known how to do these things to get yourself out there to create your own luck and do the right things to help you be successful. And now you're taking that and teaching others how to do that. So first of all, tell us a little bit about your coaching platform and what you're doing and how you're doing that. Thanks. Yeah. So it's in its infancy. Um, I'm still building my website. Um, I'm still, um, you know, building my Instagram profile with my new coaching business. But um, what I'm essentially going to be doing is um, helping realtors utilize all of the features um, on Instagram to build their business, um, to, to get new clients, um, to get their ideal clients, and to essentially close more deals. Um, so, you know, I'm, um, I'm doing it on a, a webinar platform. So, you know, my um, I do have free free webinars. Um, I have a free webinar coming up um, May 11th, and then I have paid webinars too to really um, you know elevate how a, a realtor can utilize Instagram. So the first phase is how to utilize Instagram Stories um, because I've had so much luck in that feature, and it really is a conversation starter when you post to your stories and people who are looking at your stories, looking at the houses that you're posting, looking at you as you as a expert, you know, in in that field, they're going to ask you questions. And it's easiest to it's easiest for an audience member to ask you questions through stories than it is commenting on your post. So that's the first phase is me teaching other realtors how to use Instagram stories to really grow their business. Um, and then the next phase will be utilizing, you know, reels and then utilizing Instagram lives and then the whole picture um, eventually as I as I grow and I scale. So that's um, that's really exciting for me. Uh, that's that's really great. And, you know, I, it's interesting to watch in this industry, too, because you've got the the realtors that have been in it for a long time yeah. versus the ones that are newer and mm-hmm. younger. And there's a lot that these more experienced realtors have so much talent and expertise, but they don't know how to get in front of those people. And so having a resource like this that can teach them how to do these things is, is really an outstanding thing. Mm-hmm. You, and you, you have the, realtors who have been in it for 20 plus years who don't know how to utilize social media at all. And that's a tough pill for, you know, uh, experienced agents to swallow that, you know, the internet and social media is just such an important part of their business. And some of them refuse to use it. (laughs) Um, And, you know, and others are embracing it, but just need the help. So, um, you know, both ends of the spectrum, new agents and experienced agents, I still, you know, think that um, they need, you know, some help and guidance when it comes to utilizing social media. So what's one of the things that you teach if, if I'm a new agent, I don't have a huge following. Mm -hmm. 
how do people find me? How do I do this so that people are finding me? And especially, um, you know, with so like in our market here, so many people are moving in. They don't know me. How do they find me? Yeah. Well, I always teach the very first thing that I teach is it's not about going viral and it's not necessarily about getting seen by the most people. It's connecting with the people who are seeing your content as a real estate agent. The number one source of business is your sphere of influence, who you know. So the people who you already know or who are following you, even if it's 100 people, those are the people that you first want to reach. So that's who you want to communicate and try to build relationships with first um, before you try to get seen or discovered by a whole bunch of other people. Um, so that's why utilizing Instagram stories is so effective because the people who do follow you, even if it's a small amount, they're seeing you as the expert and they're able to, um, you know, communicate with you with their home buying or home selling needs. So that's the very first thing that I teach is that it's, you know, it's not necessarily like how many people can view your content. The people who are viewing your content, are you producing like content that is valuable and that matters. And then you can worry about growing your following, growing your audience. Um, so there's multiple ways to do that, um, you know, on social media, but you, but it's the long game. You got to start small You and you really should be um, posting content that is valuable, not just posting to get seen. So you want to Focus on who your ideal client is and then post content that speaks to that ideal client and what their pain points are. And eventually your audience is going to grow because your content is so good. You know, the, the sphere of influence is such a important part. You know, when I first got back into doing mortgages down here, one of my first referrals came from Canada mm -hmm. and it's because of that sphere of influence. So yeah, that's, that's that's great. You know, one of the things you mentioned there is your ideal client. I'd like you to expand on that a bit because so many, whether it's in real estate, whether it's in any business, so many people, entrepreneurs, they want to be everything to everyone. They yeah. don't want to. So, so talk about the importance of knowing your ideal client. Yeah. This is also something I think new agents don't quite understand because they are new and quite frankly, it's, you know, um, it's okay to be new and think that you just will get it. You know, any business is good business. And to some degree that's true, but I, and I thought that too, when I started out, I was like, you know, I don't care who comes my way. I'm taking all, I'm taking them on. Um, and I quickly learned after getting people who were not my ideal client that that's not the route I want to take. So I think as a, any entrepreneur in general, whether it's real estate or you're selling a product or you're a loan officer, um, you got to do some reflection and think who would be my ideal client. And that is going to be different from each person because every person is unique. So 
for me personally, I wrote it all down. I said, okay, when I think about who I want to serve, what qualities do they have? And um, some of the things that I wrote are similar to who I am as a person. Um, you know, so you you really got to think and reflect. Like if I were to work with somebody, um, what kind of traits would they have? What mindset would they have? What would their occupation be? Um, where would they live? You know, are they are they single? Do you, you know, is it a family? Is it a divorcee? Um, and that will start having you think of where you can get, where you can niche down. And I do think it's really important for any entrepreneur to find their niche because that way you're not speaking to everybody and you're not creating content for everybody. You're creating content specifically for that particular niche. Um, I decided my niche was first time home buyers and me as a educator, me as um, a first time home buyer myself, not too long ago, it just made sense when I wrote all of these things down that that's who I would want to serve. And that's going to be different from, you know, from other people as well. Yeah, that, that is great. And, you know, as you niche down, you can become the expert in that mm -hmm. niche. And that's when you can show your value. And that's yeah. when you get away from the people that are just looking from for the cheapest, they're looking for mm -hmm. the best. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. when when you're looking for a surgeon, you don't Google cheapest surgeons in Phoenix. You're Correct. looking for the best. And so yeah. if if I'm a first time home buyer, I want to work with the best. Mm -hmm. And if you're the person that is everything to everyone, well, you're not the best. Correct. So you're not the best. I'm going to the next person. So so uh, true. Yeah, that's a great message. So thank you for sharing that. As, as an entrepreneur, over the last couple of years, it's, it's been a wild ride in a lot of ways, especially in the mm -hmm. industry you're in. What would you consider, let's first of all talk about what has your biggest success been in the last couple of years through this and what did you learn from it? This is a tough question because I think I measure success differently. I measure success like in two different avenues. Um, the first avenue that I measure success is like mentally, like how do I feel mentally from where I was two years ago as an educator? And to that, I would say I'm like, oh, I'm on a scale of one to 10, I'm a 10, <laughs> you know, um, I, I'm able to work from home like I wanted to. I have a flexible schedule. I get to see my son. I get to pick him up from, um, you know, his his activities, from his school. These are all things that I wanted out of my life and I didn't want to miss out on. And that was the main reason that I went from a teaching, administrating job to an entrepreneur job. And of course... You know, they say you go from a nine to five job to like a 24 hour job from, you know, to jumping into being <laughs> an entrepreneur, which is true. You know, I, I do work a, a lot. Um, it's not your typical nine to five, but I'm able to set my own hours. And that has been 
a night and day difference for me. So in that regard, I measure my success very highly because I, I'm, I, I feel emotionally and mentally much, much stronger than I was when I was in education on a different scale with, you know, financially, um, because again, uh, I would, you know, it's no secret that teachers and, um, you know, those who work in education, they struggle when it comes to paying their bills, they don't get paid enough. Um, So I would say financially, um, you know, I also have been you know, very successful with, um, with growing my business the last two years. And again, um, it's hard to pinpoint why, you know, because there's so many factors, the pandemic, you know, a lot of people moving here. So buyer demand in- increasing me being from San Diego. So a lot of people that I know moving here and utilizing me, um, th- you know, the fact that, um, you know, that I, I really utilize social media. Like I told myself I was not going to door knock and I was not going to cold call because I, quite frankly, that scared the shit out of me. Like I just did not want to <laughs> do that. And I said, you know, if I'm not going to do those things, then what am I going to do to get clients, to get new leads? And I chose to do social media. And I didn't know how effective that was going to be when I, when I went into it, but I did know that if I did something consistently and wholeheartedly and my mindset was right and that this is going to be my, my source of, of leads, then I was going to be successful. And sure enough, uh, it is, you know, and it was. So all of those factors, you know, come into play when I think about why I was able to be successful financially and make, make six figures, you know, um, more, you know, and, and, and be a top agent within my brokerage. Um, and I, I do think that, um, you know, the pandemic isn't something that we could have planned, but I don't think that that's the, the only reason that I, you know, became, you know, successful in my industry. Yeah. Now let's flip it. What was your biggest failure in learning experience and what did you learn from that? My biggest failure. Um, my biggest failure, I think I was, was a personal failure, um, which I, I'm so hard on myself. I think, you know, a lot of, a lot of entrepreneurs are because they, they're their biggest critic. Um, I had a client who, um, you know, who, who ended up buying with me, but then didn't end up selling with me. So, um, you know, for me, I thought, was it something that I did? Um, what, you know, what did I do to make them want to buy with me, but not want to sell with me? And, um, I, you know, we got into a conversation, um, you know, I had asked, I just asked point blank, you know, is there anything that I could have done differently to, you know, make you want to work with me again? And they, um, they just had their own personal, you know, reasons. It wasn't me. Um, it was, you know, I ended up being like a family friend that they decided to work with. So um, that felt like a really big failure to me because I'm like, what did I do 
wrong, you know, and it, it's not always what did you do wrong. It's just other factors come into play. And that was a big learning experience for me that like, it's not person, you know, it's not personal and I shouldn't take it personally. It's just, I don't know, business. <laughs> um, but also um, it just, you know, the, the shoe doesn't fit all the time, you know, with, with everybody. Right. Awesome. One other thing I'd like you to share what are your thoughts for any entrepreneur on the importance of personal development? And do you have any specific resources, books, or anything that you would suggest? Um, I, I really am big on um, a morning routine. Um, and that morning routine, I think, should be filled with gratitude. So what, you know, what I do to fill my cup every morning is I wake up an hour before my son does. So I have some personal time. And, you know, by that, by this time, my husband is either getting ready for work or he's also out of the house. So it's just me. And that gives me time to journal. Um, So I write down all of the things that I'm grateful for. Um, I write down all of my goals and I write down just any thoughts that I have festering, you know, that I just need to get out of my system. Um, and I, I, I'm not on my phone, like, you know, my phone's put away for the first hour, I'm drinking my cup of tea. And it's just um, time for myself to get out any feelings, get out any thoughts. Um, and also just get into like a meditative state um, to where I'm envisioning what I want out of my life, out of my, you know, out of these next few years. Um, And it's, it's just a focus on my future. And I think that that's really important. Um, I used to throw in a workout in there, (laughs) but um, I'm uh, getting back into that. You know, um, I took a little bit of a, a break with, with a workout, but I also think moving your body is really important too you know, get those endorphins going, um, you know, then that really, that really gets your day going. So whatever that is for an entrepreneur, um, you know, whether if that's not journaling, maybe that's reading, you know, reading something that really just makes them feel good. Maybe it's listening to a podcast, um, you know, listening to, uh, some meditation, you know, um, sounds like it, it could be anything, but I do think, Starting your morning that way, just, you know, with yourself, with your thoughts, getting anything out that you that that's not serving you really, really is important to um, to your day, but then also just to your mindset and your, you know, mental state. Right. Excellent. And, you know, I think that's great. I, I agree with you. I think a morning routine is vital and it's really just creating that habit and doing it because it's, I I tell people a lot of times, you know, it's the things that are easy to do, but they're easy not to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you do it, it definitely will pay off for you. So that's great. Thank you. Yeah. Now share with us for anyone that wants to find you, follow you, and we'll put these in the show notes as well, but share how people connect with you. Sure. So you can find me on Instagram. I have two accounts. 
my real estate account, which is just Sarah June Diaz Realtor. That's my handle. And then my second handle for my new business venture, which is helping realtors use Instagram for their business, is standing out on social. And you can um, find me on there and you can connect with me via, you know, email, phone. If you go to my Instagram handles, you can find my contact information there as far as my email and my phone number. Um, and, you know, I'd love love to connect with anybody who is either looking to buy or sell in Arizona or, or if you're a realtor and also um, you're interested in, and, and learning how to utilize Instagram to close more deals. Awesome. Well, thank you. And again, I'm going to put all her uh, contact information in the show notes so you can go there and grab it. But Sarah, thank you so much for sharing this with us. Good luck with all you're doing. And thank, thank you, you for sharing all this information with the realtors to help them grow their social media as well. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Why do some people succeed at all levels beyond their imagination while others struggle? The mind is the key to your success. Even the best strategy won't matter without the right mindset to implement it. For those who desire to be great, to do amazing things, and have an impact on the world, the Bigger Future Coaching Program is designed to take your life and your business to another level. If you're ready to make big commitments, be held accountable, and develop the success mindsets that'll take you beyond your dreams, join us today. Find out more at jeffhagey.com slash group coaching. The athletes and parents of athletes. So much time, money, and effort is put into the physical aspect of your sport to become the best you can be. But the mental game, it's often neglected, and it's just as important as the physical game. In fact, it's usually the differentiator between the good and the great athletes. Come and join me in the Confident Athlete Program where you'll learn to control your confidence, develop a powerful mindset, and unlock your full potential. Go to jeffhagey.com slash confidentathlete to find out more.